Health. Agape. Power. Institute. Happy Hood, the podcast. Finish what you start. the podcast is supported by purpose-driven people like you. If you would like to contribute, visit www.happyhood.com and click on the donate button. Happy Hood, a purpose-driven lifestyle brand. Welcome to Happy Hood, the podcast where we strive to motivate, rejuvenate, cultivate a community of purpose-driven people. Happy Hood, a living state of mind. We blessed up and highly favored. I'm your host, Mr. J. Murray. What's going on? Happy fam. Extraordinary guest today that we're going to be talking to. Um, but before we get into that, I thought it would be fitting to provide a happy thought um, to the people. So just so you can ponder, okay? And like, hmm. So the happy thought is real simple today. And it really comes from just a uh, something that I was thinking of, of just an opportunity, I feel like, in life that you have to accept what is going on just so you can release whatever is hindering you or preventing you from growing, right? Mm-hmm. So when you think about that, I, I, I kind of came up with this thought. There comes a time in life where you really have to ask yourself the question. And that is, what do I need to let go of? And really, when I say that statement, what do you need to let go of? Whatever that is holding you down, that is preventing you from going to that next stop, that next level, excuse me. And when you think about what do I have to let go of, one thing I said, and I I posted this on, on the gram, I said I have to let go of what people or what others think of me now i'm i try to be or i can kind of put on this uh this facade that i'm this very confident person (laughs) but that's truly not the case as i try to kill a fly in here (laughs) (laughs) i am truly not not this you know in which no one is a super confident person but that every now and then even as i post things on on instagram like i i the first thought coming in my mind, oh, what are people going to think of? Mm-hmm. Are they going to like it? And Instagram has that that way of doing that to, right. to us, right? Right. Where we immediately say, man, how is this going to go off? Are they really going to get it? You know, like, what's, are they really going to get this? Are they going to like it? Mm-hmm. Is, is a way, way of saying that. And I told myself, I said, hey, the happy affirmation is today. I am letting go of what others think of me. I am letting it go. Mm -hmm. So there comes a time in life where you have to really ask yourself the question. And that question is, what do I need to let go of? That's your happy thought. (laughs) Happy hood, as I said before. (laughs) Welcome again to the Happy Hood, the podcast. I am your host. And as I said before, we are definitely in for a wonderful, wonderful discussion. A sister that is coming to the happy couch, I guess you can say that. <laughs> I'm just going to speak that into to existence. Like that. It's coming to the ha- happy couch to really, as we continue to explore this season of Finish What You Start, um, taking a look at unique individuals that really... Uh, are willing to share their story of of how they have overcome different challenges um, that has helped them uh, to pursue their their passion even more. You know that has motivated them, uh, has provided a as they think about it, has provided a real stepping stone um, for them to continue to pursue their passion. So today, as I said before, we got a special guest. <laughs> My sister, um, this individual, I, I would say from afar, and I'm, and I always start out with saying this individual or <laughs> the way that I have observed this person, mm-hmm. because I, I am very observant. Mm-hmm. Um, I love to observe certain people, and the way this uh, 
young woman have carried herself, the confidence that she exudes is just, is so motivating, you know, um, truly, truly a beautiful person, you know, inside and out. Um, I truly, um, you know, it's, it's certain people that, you know, they got a good, good heart. Mm -hmm. And I say this about this individual that I wouldn't mind having this individual, uh, look after my kids, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, very trustworthy <laughs> individual. <laughs> um, I have came, have came to this individual just to talk, always a good person, a good listener, you know, and I am learning even listening is a powerful, powerful skill that is all the time underutilized, mm -hmm. you know? So this individual is very fitting. Um, the way that she describes herself, um, is that she is a servant leader, which she is, um, a servant leader who has, uh, had experience working in nonprofit organization, um, skills and event planning, fundraising. As I said before, as a servant leader, she has developed a multifaceted um, leadership style um, that really uh, can serve either in a nonprofit as well as the for-profit arena. Uh, marketing, she's uh, in financial services, strong sales professional, and last but not least, she is a graduate from the Winston-Salem State University yes. where she <laughs> is. She leads the alumni chapter here in Charlotte, North Carolina, the QC Rams, Charlotte QC Rams. <laughs> uh, she is the president of the alumni chapter. She is a mentor. Um, she is truly a strategist. Um, she is a positive thinker. Uh, she is a cultural strategist. Please welcome happy family to the happy couch, as I was just going to go ahead and say that, Miss <laughs> Thesha Woodley. <laughs> How you doing? I'm doing so good. That was the most beautiful introduction I've oh, ever had. <laughs> I feel like, I don't know, am I about to preach? Like, something's about to happen in this room. <laughs> Well, hey, I'm so happy to be here. I am happy for you to be, be here too as well. Um, as I said, I've been knowing Thesha for a while. And um, I never forget when I, I think when we was just starting either the Young Alumni Council and Mr. Lee Richardson, mm -hmm. he said, hey, you need to look up Thesha Woodley in Charlotte. Because <laughs> she's doing an amazing job of really kind of, when you think about our school, enter to learn, depart to serve. And when you came out, you did that immediately, you know, and, and even though you had a legacy to follow mm -hmm. in doing that, but you have done it in such a, in, in a very obedient way, you know, mm -hmm. and that speaks a lot about just the character of Thesha Willie, y'all, um, just really speaks to, to the character. So how you doing this Friday, girl? I'm doing really good. I'm glad it's Friday. It's been a hard, long week, but it's been a good week. It's been a good week. It's been a good week. That's what's up. That's yeah, what's up. I was before I came here. I was thinking about. I was thinking about when we first met too, and I was like, "Who was it that connected us?" And <laughs> Mr. Richardson. I loved Mr. Mr. Richardson. Mr. Richardson. Yes. What's yeah. up, Lee? I don't know where's he at, but I know. I, last I know time I checked, he was. In, yeah, he's yeah. retired. I, I, at one time I thought he was at. Um, UNCC, mm -hmm. but, um, but yeah, whatever you are, if you're listening, thank you, Mr. Right. Lee, thank Lee you. Richardson, Lee Richardson. <laughs> so Thesha Woodley. Yes. Mr. Murray. Um, as we said, servant leader, mm -hmm. um, you have worked in nonprofit. Yes. Um, you have even worked in the for-profit arena. Mm -hmm. Um, how did you even get started? And even before we started talking about just your uh, experience working in those arenas and how that had really shaped and mold your passion. Right. Tell me a little bit about your upbringing. Okay. So I'm, I'm a Charlotte native, original born and Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, but I, I am the daughter of Theophilus and Caserta Woodley. I am the middle child. Oh, I middle am, child. Yes, a middle child. <laughs> I have an older sister and a younger brother. Um, mm -hmm. And I am 
I came from a big family, like on both sides. On my mom's side, it's a little bit smaller, but like a close-knit family. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then both of my parents are only children. I mean, oh. wait, why did I say only children? Oh. They are oldest Ooh. children. The oldest children, okay. <laughs> they are not the only. Um, I was like, they don't right? act like they it. They do not act like it. They are the oldest children. So mm. I feel like having two oldest children as parents, yeah. you get some leadership responsibilities and yeah, leadership skills just by yeah, watching them because mm. they're, you know, they got to lead the, yeah. the clan. Mm-hmm. So my father is the oldest of six. My mom is the oldest of three. Okay. Um, and they both were like, um, they both started their family reunions. Oh, wow. Um, so I remember like as a child going to the library, going to the downtown library and looking up like family history mm-hmm. um, in the archives and finding like former slaves with our last name and trying to find family members. Wow. So I've always known like family has always been so important, important because yes. of that. Um, other than that, like my father is a businessman, so mm-hmm, he is mm-hmm. an insurance agent. So that's all I've known my whole life, like mm-hmm. entrepreneurship from him. And then my mom is a retired teacher. So she started off um, teaching at Metro. Um, so okay. well, she taught in middle school first, and yeah. then she went to Metro. So um, just seeing her like lead in that classroom with special needs children. Okay. Um, you know what? And and I know your parents. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're they're I call they're like <laughs> I'm like their their son too as well. They're yes. my extended extended family and um saying that about your mom your mom definitely have a a calmness about her mm-hmm. you know it's almost like you hear a time quiet leader yeah you know like yeah. she she definitely has that um and as you said like working in school working in special ed mm-hmm. i definitely see how that has motive not motivated but shaped her leadership style and everything right so hearing you talk about your family mm-hmm. and which i didn't know i thought it's it's such it's, it's not surprising knowing your parents that they started their uh, family reunions mm-hmm. and gotten and, and gotten along. And how how long has it been in existence? Um, I would say the early eighties. Oh wow! Yeah. So we talking about like what thirty plus, maybe twenty yes. five yes. plus? Wow! Yes. So like when we were, I was born in eighty five. Eighty five. So, like eighty nine, maybe. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. And and with as as you remember going to the library, looking up your, your family, mm-hmm. and really kind of contributing to your 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 mother father dreams right. of hey wanting to get this family reunion going. Right. Like as you talk about your family, how that's so so important to you. When you think about your, I guess at this moment in in your life in your career. How has that shaped and molded you to who you are now? Right. Um, like I said, since they are both leading in different types of mm-hmm. sectors, you know what I mean? Just watching them and like just following them, mm-hmm. going places, like going to meetings, going to the classroom, like you learn those like orga- organizational skills. Like yes. my mom taught parenting and home economics. Okay. So she had like a classroom, but then she also had like, it was like a little apartment to teach the students like how to make a bed and how to get jobs to special needs mm-hmm. students. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like seeing that in action makes you want to like, oh, my mom's a teacher. I'm going to practice being a teacher. teacher yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, my dad's a business person. I'm going to practice being a business person. person. So it just made me like be imaginative and creative. Yes. So yes. it wasn't even like they said you have to do this, but watching them in mm-hmm. action mm-hmm. makes you want to try. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. if anything, they taught me like you you can do anything. Like try and see what you can do. What is when you think about um like your your parents, as you said, them being the oldest and you know, the oldest always had that type of you know, leading the clan, right. you know, kind of helping mom. More expectation. Yeah, more a- expectation mm-hmm. on, on them. You know, set example, which I tell mm-hmm. my joy, hey, you got to be an <laughs> example for, for your brother. Right. And he's like, well, I ain't make a mess. Right. I know, but I need you to clean up so he can so he can learn how, oh, when I make a mess, I need to clean up. Yeah. What do you, when you, when you think about that and just all the teachings that they provided to you, what's maybe one or two that really stand, stands out like, a lesson or anything that they taught you that really just kind of helped you? I think they're really good at tradition. Mm. Like, um, my, since my father is the oldest, like when my grandparents passed away, 
um, even before then, like they would invite the whole family for the holidays. Yeah. And you know, that's a responsibility in itself to mm-hmm. like have everybody over for Christmas and a big family. Yeah, yeah. So that means you're cleaning up your house, opening up your space, cooking, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, bringing in the love, bringing yes. in the atmosphere, like providing yeah. an atmosphere and experience for the whole family. Yes. So, I mean, I, I love that about yeah. them. Like that makes me think, that makes me think of family. It makes me want to have my own family and mm-hmm. bring those types of traditions. Mm-hmm. Um, and both of them do that in different ways. Yeah. And also that, that give back, like the oldest children, you know, they're, their siblings call them for help. They mm-hmm. call them for support. They yes. call them for wisdom. Mm-hmm. Um, so just knowing like, yes, you might be doing well or you might know something different from other people, but mm-hmm. sharing that knowledge sharing and trying knowledge. to help people yeah. do, do more and do better. Yeah. When, when you think about it, um, and as you was talking, I was thinking about a conversation I had with a brother and we were talking about, um, you know, I love to garden Mm-hmm. Um, love to plant, uh, try to do a, like a summer garden every year, trying to do a fall garden, but Hey, we need some rain, Lord, we need some rain <laughs> yes. here in Charlotte. And, um, he said, and we, we talk about the different, um, phases of when you're planting the seed, mm-hmm. you know, um, where, you know, planting the seed, digging the ground up, cultivating the soil, putting in the seed, watering it you know, allowing it to grow and everything like that. And then, you know, going out and harvesting, Mm -hmm. you know, and he has said something, you know, to me as we was kind of talking of really comparing that to just our life of, of, um, of just our life cycles or the seasons that we go through in life. Um, like, do we really take time to harvest, you know, like, and what, what I mean by that is, do we take time to appreciate those that came before before us right. and really take time to pick the fruit? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And when I think about that and what that means, like, you know, like family, mm-hmm. like taking time to keep those traditions going, right. you know, and yeah. some, sometimes we get so, I guess, in this thought process of just kind of going with I'm busy, I'm busy. Like everyone's busy, right. <laughs> you know, right. yes. everyone, yes. I mean, we, we are doing so much now, you know, when I think about just as a kid, like my mom and dad raising us, you didn't have all this extracurricular activities, like mm-hmm. three or four things that the kids are doing. You got to drop this out. It was maybe one. And for us, it was just church. That was right. our extracurricular right. activity. <laughs> so, that, so, but I, I, I say all that to say, you know, everyone's busy, mm-hmm. but you to take time out and really be intentional about carrying on those traditions right. and really making sure that we, we harvest yeah. the fruit, right? Yeah. That we, we take time to pick and we take time to talk to our elders, yeah. you know, because they've been, they, they, they have been where we are going, right? you know? Yeah. So do you ever think about like, just what you're doing is even like when you think about the tradition, as you said before, mm-hmm. does it, do you ever come in like, wow, look at all this rich history that I have about my family. Like, do you ever sit back and like, wow. I do. Mm-hmm. I do. Um, I like that you said cultivate. Cause I read this book called cultivate last year mm-hmm. and it's by Lara Casey. And, okay. um, I don't know. I've really been following her. She's a Christian and, um, she's just talking about, you know, tilling the soil mm-hmm. and sometimes you plant things and sometimes they don't grow automatically or sometimes it doesn't grow, but yeah. you continue to plant mm-hmm. and seeds will come. And so I feel like not just my family, but black families, all yeah. families, yeah. you know, like yeah. we all have such strength behind us, mm-hmm. such foundation behind us. And I mean, some people, their parents did tell them, some people you got to learn on your own, yes. but I'm saying we are all strong people. Yes. We come from strong people. Mm-hmm. So That's true. Yeah, That's definitely. true. When you think about, like, as you talk about your family, carrying on tradition, or things that you learn from your, your parents, mm-hmm. talk about your motivation, how those things motivated you mm-hmm. to really pursue your, your passion. Right. 
So my motivation has changed as okay. I, you know, as and I'm that's getting older. Happy family. Yes. That <laughs> happens. Okay. Your motivation, just like your passion, I would say it needs to evolve as your needs evolve too right. as well. Yeah. Preach on sister. So yes, I am constantly growing. I know I was with a friend the other day for for dinner and he was like you always say like I need to get my life <laughs> and I do say it mm-hmm. not that my life is bad because I have a beautiful life but mm-hmm. I'm always constantly trying to do better help somebody like yeah. grow mm-hmm. and I feel like we all should grow because that's his life yeah. you yeah. know yeah um so I feel look I forgot <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. We're talking about motivation. <laughs> we're talking and, about and motivation. You, and you were saying you need to get your life right, together. I need to get my life with my memory. So things that motivated me. So, you know, when you're young, yeah. like right out of high school, your motivation True. is to get out of your parents' house. You're trying to go to college. You're trying to make money. Like, mm-hmm. I remember we had to do like a list of like 10 things, you know, 10 goals for 10 years after college in our mm-hmm. senior year of high school. And, you know, it's always like, get a job, making $100,000 a year, living in New York, have a husband and two kids, have a Mercedes, like all the basic <laughs> basic hopes and dreams yeah. of a high schooler. Basic hopes and dreams. That's so, I mean, I like how you even tag that as basic hope and dreams. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah, it is true, truly basic. It is. Truly and then, basic. you know, as you get older, like, you go to college and it's still like still sort of superficial or materialistic, like mm-hmm. the job, the money. Um, and now as I'm even a little bit older than that, it's yeah. like peace, yeah. <laughs> you know, like savings and <laughs> being no. able to give to people like, you know, it's T I, I, it's funny. You said, when you said it, like I heard this most profound statement um, and this and, one of the episodes, I'll get deep into the mm-hmm. Happy Hood story. Okay. But this guy, it was a video. It was actually a video at, at work. And uh, I work for investment company and everything. So you can imagine the video was about investing and everything right. like that. And he said, yeah, when I was growing up, I thought I wanted to be um, rich. But now as I got older, it was really I wanted to be happy. Yeah. You know, yeah. and and we and the th- thing about it, as you say, like getting to this mature age, right? You realize those basic hopes and dreams, hell, they was not going to fulfill one day of that that void right. that that you had, right? right? That it it wasn't like the money, yeah, okay, whatever, right. and okay, yeah, the kids, oh, New York, whatever, right. like that. But <laughs> when you think about like what I really wanted was happiness. Yeah. What I really wanted was peace. Yeah. You know, and to go on those journeys. Right. Where you can't, you can't put a price on this. Mm-mm. You, you, know you really can't. You can't put a price on it. So to hear you say that, it's like, I'm with you. Yeah. I, yeah. I am so with you because that's something that, especially nowadays, we forget. Right. We forget. We think about our just when I think about myself and, and the, as I said before, the happy thought of, Hey, today I'm letting go of what others think of me. Mm -hmm. And really it's so hard. It's not so hard, but it's easy to compare ourselves to others, you know, because I was thinking about the other day, we got so many options, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? You don't want this color, get this color. You don't want this car, get this type of car, you know, I, I want options. Look at all these movies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I want options of, hey, you don't want to go with this um, cable service? You can go with that cable service. You know, our, it's so many options where we're comparing. And and that also goes and plays into our psyche because we're comparing each other. Mm-hmm. You know, of, hey, what you got? What I got? You know? And at times, or not at times, but to really take more of a deliberate approach and be more grounded into hey, I need to let go of this, but I need to take hold of peace. Right. I need to take hold of family. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I need to let go of this and take hold more of this. Right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So that's really, really good Good to hear, to hear that. And as you said, those things, as you continue to find your motivation. Yes. You know, yeah. do, do you ever feel like, because um, I had this thought too, right, as we continue to vibe, mm-hmm. um, like 
I think at times do we is this a, is there a such thing called passion fatigue? You know, mm. you know, and yeah, and, and I as I think about more on on that concept, I think about what what you say is where I am evolving. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, my motivation and my passion Evolve. is evolving. Yeah, you know, yeah. like where I'm going through this growth phase. Right, you know. And um, as you go through this growth growth phase, you're stretching and you find it like, oh, I can't wear these shoes no more. You know, because yeah. they, they, like these people, you can think like you no, you no longer fit into my, my my mental. Right. You know, you, you no longer fit into what I what what addresses my need at this time. Right. You know, so when you go through those as you like, hey, I'm thinking about what is my motivation? Mm-hmm. What is my passion? What certain things do you do to kind of help you ignite that or learn more or discover more of what your motivation or passion is? Yeah, I mean, I definitely can say right now, um, my motivation is pleasing God. Mm. Um, Sister, (laughs) message. (laughs) So, I mean, I know when I was little, you know, you get asked to speak at church or Mm -hmm. something as a little child. And I used to be like, no, daddy, I don't want to do it. Like I would have stage fright or just would like not feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. And my dad would say, only what you do for God matters. And Mm -hmm. so like Mm -hmm. he always said that. And so I would end up doing it, of course. And then people would say, oh, that was so good. You Mm -hmm. know, like, oh, I'm so proud of you. Like I can see that you're you're oratorical skills are growing your speech is growing so it's like those things even though it felt like oh they're pushing me to do something it pushed me to grow Mm. um and so i feel that's what i do in life now like only what only what i do for god matters so even if it's not i'm not a preacher but i'm i'm working for god so when i'm at the museum yeah if even what if if they don't care about what i'm doing i hope that god is pleased in the way that i'm doing my work what what do you because <laughs> Girl, I, because I am at this this season where my walk with God has grown so much, mm-hmm. you know, and I never forget. Uh, um, someone said that it's it's basically um, I just lost the train train of thought in my mm-hmm. my head. But obedience would take you further where your faith has yet to develop. Mm-hmm. And when I think about that, again, obedience in God would take you further where your faith has yet to develop. Right. And when, when like my obedience in God and just obeying right. what God is telling me to do, you know, are really just following and seeking him mm-hmm. has allowed my faith to grow so much. Right. Therefore it has allowed my walk to grow, right. you know, and to hear you say like, I just want to please God. Mm-hmm. Like, let's, cause we hear that a lot. We, <laughs> right. you grew up in church. Right. I'm a PK. I yeah. grew up in church. Come yeah. see me now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, like define that. Like what, what, what do you feel it means to please God? It means to love his people, to serve mm-hmm. his people. Um, you don't have to be in the church to yeah. please God, you yeah. know? So like example, I can give a work example. Like mm-hmm. I was um, coaching one of my employees. So mm-hmm. I have a few people on my team. This is a, a, a few years ago. And they were going through some things and it was showing in their actions at work. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, we just had like a conversation like, what's going on really? Yeah. yeah. Um, and sometimes you have to see people, you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you get so caught up in work and some people get so caught up in leading yes. that you don't realize like we're all humans and we all go through stuff. Mm-hmm. So just like what's really going on. And you know, they told me what was going on. And at the end of the meeting, I said, I know this is inappropriate, but can I pray for you? Mm. And he said, yes, you can. Um, and so I prayed for him to, at the meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a few weeks later, he was like, things are going so much better. Mm. Thank you. You know what I mean? Well, <laughs> and and so, that's, that's the thing about it where, I know you was kind of like hesitant, right? But you like what? What was tugging at you to do that? Love, yeah. you know, like yeah. I don't like to see people going. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I don't like to be, see people hurting, mm-hmm. and so it was just like I, I love the people that I work with. I love, mm-hmm. you know, I love humans. Like, mm-hmm. and I want to see people do better. Mm-hmm. And so it was really love that pulled it. Like, I need to say something. Like, yeah. I couldn't let it go. Yeah, and that's 
that's when I, I and I, I I say that to to others uh, that that are listening. Happy family, where like we we don't hear like for me personally, I don't hear this this audio voice of like John. Right. I need you to like right. say say something, say something. but it's just say something, my child. <laughs> you know, as he's on like Morgan Freeman, something, something like that. But it's is when we like it's almost where you you can't almost um, express it in a way mm-hmm. like w- what you feel, but you feel like and it's something that's tugging on you. Like I need to do this, mm-hmm. and you know, and like and God almost like. I mean, let me use right. your mouth. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's almost when you surrender right. yourself fully and then allow God to Jesus to work through you. Yes. You know what Definitely. I'm saying? And to where it, and, and after you do it, you mm-hmm. talking about peace mm-hmm. because you feel like going back to our, our course, like how do you define and please in God? Right. It's, it's, it, it gets such a, it is, you know, is. like when you think about the joy of the Lord is my strength, mm-hmm. you know, like it's almost like God loves when he gets to use you, <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the joy of the Lord is my strength, right? You know, like, like this is what I created you for, right? <laughs> you know, right? Not all the other stuff, not, all the, extra. Yeah. Yeah. not, not the basic hopes and right. dreams, you know, <laughs> as you thought, you right. know. <laughs> this is what I created you for, and it, and it's like it's almost like, oh yeah, this, you're right. This is what I'm created for. Yeah. That's that's so cool. I yeah. I as as I'm talking to Theisha Willie here again, you're listening to Happy Hood the podcast season one. Finish what you start, and to hear a lot of things you have done, Theisha, um, as you said, learning from your parents, mm-hmm. um, even being at work, allowing God to use you. Mm -hmm. Um, When you think about where you stand today, Mm -hmm. talk to us about like your greatest failure that helped you even to stand even in a bit, to stand firm now, you know, that helps you stand even more in a firm, firm way. Yeah. And so I, I definitely have a greatest failure, but I still look at it as, as it was just an opportunity, mm. an opportunity to do better. Because mm-hmm. um, now when I look at it, like if, if you talked to me a few years ago, I would be like, oh, yes, this is a failure. But now I see where God works all through it and I'm yeah. where I'm supposed to be now yeah. because of that failure. Yeah. Um, but I would say it was like after college, I, I interned throughout all of college and I landed a job straight from that internship. And so it's Fortune 100 company. It was like, you know, it was, they sold the dream and Mm -hmm. it it was a good dream. Like I was excited. I got the opportunity to travel, meet new people, learn so much about customer service, which is what my field is now. Like, that's what I feel like I'm a, Mm -hmm. like I said, servant leader, but service experience like that, that people experience. So, um, I was working there for a few years and I was trying to like move the corporate ladder, you know, and I was knocking on doors, trying to stay late, work hard, Mm -hmm. jump into organizations, like everything they say do in school. Mm -hmm. I felt like I did it and I felt like nothing was moving. And so I just was not happy. Like I could see myself like getting depressed and just like not enjoying going to work. And that's it's like, I went to school for this. Right. right. (laughs) And the thing that like, when I knew like it was time to go from that position, Mm. it was people that trained me when I was in in college that passed away, like multiple people in one year. Mm. And I remember when I was in college, they were like, don't stay here forever. Like they, they would say like, don't stay here forever. And so then when they died, it was like God saying, it's time to move. <laughs> so like, they, they, they actually... They literally died. Really? Yeah. Wow. Like, just different health concerns. Yeah. Um, And they weren't even, like, old. Like, they weren't at retirement age. They were just getting older, but they mm-hmm. just died from different health reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, And so that was really, like, a push to say, okay, yeah. <laughs> is this what you want to do? Like, is this... Do you want to just keep working until you die here? Mm-hmm. And so um, my father got sick, like, a few years after college. Mm-hmm. And when he got sick, it was... um. He was in the hospital like 30 days straight. So it was like work, go to the hospital, go home, go to work, go to the hospital, go home, go to work. And then I was like just praying like, Lord, don't let my father die. Mm -hmm. And then I was praying like, 
I don't want to die either. <laughs> you know? And so I was just like, in this, I was like, this can't be life. God has more for me than this. Um, so at like the, the last few days, my dad was in the hospital. He was getting better. Yeah. And um, I was like, daddy, I can't do this. <laughs> he was like, you can't do what? I was like, I got to live. I feel like I'm not living. Mm. And I was like, I want to quit. And for some reason, I needed his approval. Yeah, like, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. I talked, he was like, talk to God. Yeah, like, yeah, first. Yeah. And then he was like, and I talked to God. But I was just like, I just need somebody. I just need to hear a, vo- a verbal yes. <laughs> and he was like, I said, I got some money saved up. I ain't got a lot. But yeah. I got some money saved up. But I can't do this anymore. Yeah. And my dad said, go ahead. Do what you got to do. Yeah. And so I quit. Like, in the wrong way <laughs> like mm-hmm. i mean i wouldn't i wouldn't say it was the right way for me but yeah. i wouldn't suggest it to other people because i went and cleared out my desk that night mm-hmm. like went to the office late cleared out my desk the next day i was like effective immediately i'm no longer interested in being an employee here mm-hmm. and so they were shocked and i felt like this release <laughs> yeah. like i felt so good um, I wrote little notes to the people that like I loved and mm-hmm. cared for just to say, I'm sorry for leaving like this, but it was, it's for it's, me. Yeah. It's for it, me. It's, wow. It's, we can unwrap a lot of that because I think in life, well, it's not, I don't think we, we know we, in life, we guys have said before, go through that season yeah. and, and it's good to hear like the greatest failure. What I wanted the happy family to know is what, really helped you to mature mm-hmm. as a Christian, yeah. as a human being, you know, mm-hmm. that really helped you to, to be who you are today. And that's continued to be a lesson, you right. know, uh, to that, that you have continued to learn and to, I can't say it enough, but what you say, it, it takes me back to the ha- happy thought of what do you need to let go of? Mm-hmm. you know yeah and that moment of that's why i think about i love god because we have this ability to exercise his free will mm-hmm. you know and 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 when i think about it in all the 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 sheer humility of that what of what that may may be right of 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 the of letting go the fear of it mm-hmm. letting go everything that just you know is hindering you to get to the next level. And when you have to walk out in faith, when I don't know what's the next thing, Mm -mm. but I know this ain't it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I know this ain't it. You know, this is not it. And when you have those moments, and that's why I really applaud you, because to step out like that, Mm -hmm. to basically have that type of courage, and to go through the steps of let me seek God mm-hmm. and then seeking the elders like your father, mm-hmm. you know, get that has that wisdom that you look, look up to right. to make sure that, hey, make sure I'm not thinking about this right. in, in the wrong, wrong way. And to have the courage where I got to go, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like yeah. because if, if I stay here. It ain't going to happen, right. you know, what I'm saying right. it's, it's, it's almost like with the. What what I'm saying here, happy family, I done got on my my, my soapbox, (laughs) is familiarity will kill you. It will kill your wisdom. It will kill your drive. Mm -hmm. And sometimes because of what we know to be, to be as, to be familiar with. Right. We will think this is what it's supposed to be. Right. And to, to your point was, hey. Somebody told me to work hard. Someone told me mm-hmm. this is what I should do. Mm-hmm. And this is all I would do. And when you give, 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 and you're not getting anything in return, right. it's almost like what I think about my, my, my thought is I would no longer subject my happiness. And what I put is God's will for my life right. to please others. Right. Yeah. You know, and maybe at that time you, you didn't even know, like, as you say now mm-hmm. that I want to live for peace, right? you know, like yeah. you, maybe you didn't know at that time, but maybe you were actually planting a seed right there mm-hmm. that I'm going to live for peace, no matter what right. the situation bring and to stand firm in that, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? To really stand firm in that, like that takes a lot of faith, yes. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And when you think about like, 
again, going back to your greatest failure, how much of that allows you to mature right. into who you were, right. to, to who you are now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's amazing to hear that. And as you was thinking about, I got to go. Mm-hmm. What, like, <laughs> talk to me about, like, the fear that you felt. Or was it was it any fear? Like, how long did you contemplate it? It had to be for, I saw, I left, I did that in 2012. Mm-hmm. So it had to be for most of that year. I remember um, that New Year's Eve was like one of my saddest New Year's Eves. Mm-hmm. I just felt like I wasn't where I was supposed to be still. So it was like that whole year. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I, I left in September. So those nine yeah, months, yeah. like I was thinking like, okay, what can I do? What can I do to change things? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it took all of that. And this is not me condoning people to quit their job, no, yeah. but it's saying it's something you gotta quit to get to the next level. Exactly. Yeah. And you and the thing about you gotta let go. Let go. Yeah. It you makes know. me think of um you listen to Pastor Michael Todd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um there was a sermon he did this year and he used like a water bottle. It was called Release, I wanna say. Mm-hmm. And he was like, We're filled up like yeah. with busyness, with things, with stuff. Mm-hmm. And he was like, In order to get refilled by God, you gotta release that water. <sighs> and it was such it was like it was groundbreaking just to see it was like so easy so, such an easy, easy example but it's like in order for you to get filled up you gotta let go you gotta something. let go and when you let go something it might go to somebody else yes and yes. you and you getting your yes. blessing you're getting your blessing <laughs> and god has ability to refill you yes. you know and i, I used to think abundance abundance, abundance. <laughs> right like this this thing doesn't run out Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? This thing doesn't run out, happy family. You know, like God is looking to bless you with mm-hmm. abundance, yes. with abundance. And I remember, and this kind of goes back to, again, how Happy Hood was founded and just the, the thoughts that it came from of, of moments in my life. Sometimes when you're at your lowest moments yeah. is when greatness oh, yeah. hits. Oh, yeah. You know, and I never forget when I was taking Joy to school and there was a homeless guy that was crossing the street, he looked in the car, he said, you got anything? And I said, I don't have nothing. Mm-hmm. But the way I said it, it was so like, I said it in such a, like, I said it very adamantly, like, right. I don't have nothing. Right. You know, and I was basically Knowing what I know now, like the Holy Spirit is just like, you don't have nothing. Right. You know, but at, at the time I felt like it was asking me the question of you don't have nothing. Right. But I think knowing what I know now, it was basically good. So God can fill you up now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To where is we, we hear a lot where you gotta be broken. Right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You gotta be broken. And and at the end I go back to that where we hear in the Bible, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Mm-hmm. Like, God, this is my joy yes. to cover you with my grace. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To give, to cover you with, with, with my abundance. Right. You know, to cover you with, with, with you, with me being your refuge, right. you know, with love, yes. you know, and, and, and to hear, to hear you say that and as, as we talk about is to release something and to go through that process of letting go mm-hmm. so other things can be filled, so you can be refilled up. You know, yeah. and, and you have to go through a period of emptiness. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. you need to get, you that need to wash. You, washes you out. You need to be washed <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah. You know, and I, I know what I know now and just what I have reflected that I was going through a period of emptiness so I can get grow. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? But then even perspective changed. Like, even though you felt empty empty at that time, you had more than that man. Yes. And, and you yes. know, like, we can be low and still not as low as other as people. As low as other people. And that got me to other stuff, too. Yeah. I'm going to hold that thought. Okay. I'm going to hold that thought until I really opened up to yeah. it because that was really the beginning right. of this journey. Yeah. It was truly the beginning of, of this journey. So yeah. um, we're talking again with Thesha Woodley and we're just going on a vibe tangent right now right. <laughs> <laughs> as we continue to vibe. So, so Thesha yeah. talk to me uh, about, you know, when I think about, as you, we talked about maturity, mm-hmm. as we talked about, um, 
you know, God using us, things you learn from, from your parents. Mm-hmm. Um, even as we talked, as you talked about how you continue to have your motivation and passion evolving, right. you know, like the, and we understand there's an evolution type of process when it comes to passion, when it comes to, to, uh, motivation, mm-hmm. how do you stay disciplined? Like what, how do you stay disciplined within what you feel God wants you to do? We can right. say that, you right. know, as you say, Hey, at this point, I just want to please God. Yeah. How do you stay disciplined in, in that approach? So responsibilities give you discipline, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like you have your own work ethic. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. okay, I'm doing this because this is the type of level of excellence that I want to put out. Mm-hmm. Then you're, you're working to say, this is the type of excellence that I know God wants me to put out. Mm-hmm. And then the responsibilities say, you got to do these things. Yeah. People will be knocking on your door, texting you, emailing you like, Hey, I'm waiting on this. I'm waiting on this. So, and then I feel like that's why so many people don't want responsibility too. Mm. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. responsibility is a challenge in itself. Um, So that responsibility makes you um, deliver the the Mm. product that you want to give. Mm -hmm. Like, like I said, like the people saying, oh, I expect this from you. It makes you prepare. Yeah. Yeah. It it gives you something to be intentional about. Right. You know, and is it, is it because as I said before, Theisha Willie. She does a lot, <laughs> a too lot, much. <laughs> you know, as t- too much, you know, as she has put in, you know, as I was sending out a little questionnaire, mm-hmm. um, to gain your thoughts, you said, I am a workaholic and a recovering perfectionist, yes. you know? Yeah, and when I think about just your, yeah, your, your, your current role yeah. as the president mm-hmm. and it's been now for how long? This is a six year. Six yeah. years. Six, six years. years you've been the president mm-hmm. of Charlotte QC Rams. Yes. Alumni chapter. Yes. Winston-Salem State University. SU. WSSU. <laughs> Learn. The part to serve. Shoot it back. Shoot back. If you ain't a Ram. You, ain't. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we just going to leave it right there. <laughs> so, like, when you think about that type of responsibility mm-hmm. where you lead an alumni chapter. Right. And. I mean, different classes. I mean, mm-hmm. when I think about different age groups, right. um, like what is that type of responsibility? So that is a labor of love. Definitely. Mm. Because I do, I love Winston-Salem State. Um, yes, she I, does. I, y'all. I grew up there. Like mm-hmm. my father's class of 74. So even he used to always take us to homecoming, even if we didn't get to go, to everything because they were out partying. We would be in the hotel <laughs> meeting up with alumni kids in the hotel. Oh, like yeah. I remember hanging in the embassy suites, like talking to other alumni's children, just mm-hmm. having fun and just enjoying that family, that Ramley that we are. Yes, um, and Ramley, so yes. seeing that example of him and his classmates, like being committed to going back and not only going back to party, but going back to give their money, going back to serve, return to serve. And I remember, um, him giving money to the football team and paying out of his pocket for like the basketball team to eat, like just seeing so many Rams supporting the school. It made me know that that's what I'm supposed to do when I graduate. So, um, that responsibility, um, is definitely growth. Like, um, so my, my goal for the chapter and this is sort of like an unspoken goal, but I love that it is multi-generational. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, because as young people, you know, you get out of college, you're like, I'm not old. Yeah. But then you keep growing and you get old too. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you and do. So I, a Message. Lot time, <laughs> a lot of times we want to separate ourselves. Like we're the young Rams, we're the old Rams, we're the middle-aged Rams. Mm-hmm. We're Rams. <laughs> so our, our goal Put a is period Rams on period. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, the goal is service and awareness. Um, and people are aware of Winston because it is so many wonderful people all over the world, but definitely in Charlotte doing great things. So that, that give back, like making sure the Rams in Charlotte are giving back to the community and giving back to the students that will go ahead of us mm-hmm. and, and just grow and make Winston even better. Yeah. You know, so that's, that's the goal. How has this helped to develop your leadership style? As you mentioned that you are servant leader, Mm -hmm. you know, because leadership is so much of 
serving right. other people. It is. You know, like some 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 people think, and I have now have had the um, fortunate um, or the privilege, I should say, to be in leadership uh, for now going on almost six years at my job mm-hmm. but then when i think about winston-salem state mm-hmm. and i think about just different things i have done been leadership for a long time right. and a lot of it that the biggest misconception is you being a server right you serving other people you yeah. know um and you really you know at times when i talk to others uh about le- leadership it's like Leadership is not being the leader, like the front line leader. Right. You know, like when you can lead in the back of the line, mm-hmm. in the middle. Right. You know, yep. that's when you know you have developed and that that multi stage leadership styles. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? So, how has this helped your leadership style, even to what you do for a living? Yeah, it's it's definitely helped me to grow. Like a lot of the skills that I've learned from the leadership. You know, the leadership role at um, in the QC Rams, I use at work all the time. Mm-hmm. But that facilitation, that coaching, yeah. that empowerment, that, um, that motivation, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, you learn all that through the volunteer, mm-hmm. you know, service. Like, I don't get paid for this. I've been <laughs> in the chapter since I graduated. Yes. And I have yes, not she gotten has, paid y'all. a day yes, in she my has. life. But my payment is seeing people join, seeing people mm-hmm. give scholarships, seeing those three scholarship recipients each year. So excited to go and see what their future is going to be. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I've learned like facilitation, like how to put a meeting in order, Robert's rules of order, all that stuff, you know, mm-hmm. like you learn all of these different tools that you can use all throughout life. Um, and on my resume, that's one of the main things on there. President of the QC Rams, President and of QC all Rams. the things that we're doing. So yeah. Yeah. That's definitely, definitely uh, that's that's good. I mean, as you, that's what you talk about, or what what you call a servant leader, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And I really applaud you for um, taking hold of that responsibility, right? And doing a amazing job. Thank you. Truly doing an amazing job, and uh, all Rams in Charlotte should salute you for that. Thank you. You know, so like much. definitely doing a wonderful job, Tisha. Um, Tell me about the best advice you ever received. Hmm. I'm trying to think. Um, Mm -hmm. I would say this was like, I played basketball growing up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And we were in the Andrea Stinson um, basketball camp. Me and my sister went one year and Mm -hmm. we had these shirts that said, if it is to be, it's up to me. Mm. Um. And, you know, as a child, you look at quotes, but you're like, sometimes you understand and sometimes you don't. And I remember. Until it comes back to right, your adult until life. until it comes back to your adult life and you mm-hmm. think. But that's really, I mean, it's, it's a quote that we all can use. Like, yeah. we are a part of the change. We are a part of the action. Like, if you want something to get done, mm-hmm. you got to be a part of the movement. Yeah. So, I would say that. Yeah. And yeah. when you think about the, the movement. And you think about other things you have done because you have done event planning, mm-hmm. you know, um, you have done um, just trying to think some other things. I know I have been part part of uh, book clubs, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, what's what's next for Thesha? What is next? Um, so I am, like I said, ever evolving. <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely want to get to get a book out in the next year. Mm-hmm. Um I've been, it's just been in my mind. Like, I feel God. We'll bring you back on the show. Okay. <laughs> Most <Okay>. definitely. <laughs> um, but, yes, I definitely want to write a book, like an empowerment book. Yeah. Um, and then the second thing, I want to start um, a, a retail store, which is called Gifted. Hmm. So, more to come on that. More but to come on yes, that, yes, people. Yes. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> more to come on that. Well, hey. Let's, um, I'm going to rapid fire on some stuff for you, okay? okay? Um, I want you to fill in the blank. Okay. All right. Today, I reclaim my space to cherish my purpose, mm-hmm. no matter what blank might say. No matter what anybody might say. Anybody. I, yeah, and I feel, um... 
as a woman, I, well, I don't even say, I'm sure men go through the same thing, but you know, you just hear, hear everybody else's thoughts and opinions and, True. and things that they want you to be. Mm-hmm. But I have grown to know, like, it's, it's my decision. It's my, it's, I'm the person yeah. that I need to prove. Is, is that, do you feel at times, because I, I truly believe like you have to be kind of selfish and I, I don't think selfish is, is, is the exact word. I think it's yeah. truly self care. Yeah, it is. You know, like I have to take care of me, to. you know, yeah. like I can't be trying to please you right. and you, right. Cause you'll never and you <laughs> and oh, you too. <laughs> and oh yeah, I see you over there. <laughs> I, cause I would go crazy. You will. And I think about just my life and the season that I'm in right now. Mm-hmm. As I said before, I'll say it again, mm-hmm. happy family, <laughs> that I would no longer subject my happiness, God's will for my life, mm-hmm. to please others. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. I won't. Right. <laughs> you know, it's just... I can't, you know, yeah. it's just, it's, it's not. And, and to go, go back to what, what we said, what you said earlier is like, yeah, I used to think that I wanted the basic hopes, the and, basic dreams. hopes and dreams, <laughs> but I come to find out, I just wanted peace, yeah. Yeah. you know? And, yeah. and, and, and when I hear this, like, I just wanted God, right. you know, and yeah. that's what gives me peace. Mm-hmm. And, um, that's, that's, oh girl, we can go on for <laughs> on and on and on. So, Happy Hill the Podcast Season One. We're talking about finish what you start. Yes. Deisha Woodley. Mm-hmm. What does it mean to you mm-hmm. to finish what you start? Um, it means being committed. Mm. Being committed to the race. And that doesn't mean like I was committed to my old job, but I left it. But so that's that's still commitment, like knowing yeah. when to finish a race and start mm-hmm. a new one. Or mm. if you're a sprinter or if you're a marathoner, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's so many different. The journey's so long. Yes, it so is. So just staying committed to the journey of mm. growing, of evolving. Yes. So that yes. is what finish what you start means to me. Yes. Commitment. Commitment. That's, um, and it's, it is so, so true because. I think again I go back to and I, I only reason why I go back to this happy family because this was a happy thought that I had today mm-hmm. about hey, you really have to ask yourself, what do I need to let go of? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and to your point where we get we, we live in this um uh type of culture now where we we really put shame to people that like Oh, I don't want to do this no more. Yeah. Like to to the Andrew Lux, like yeah. I'm no, I'm I'm retiring. Right. How dare you do this? And like where we almost you're a quitter and everything. Right. No, I'm letting go. Right. Because this this is no longer pleasing me. Right. And I can't I I, I can't always please you. I'm just right. I can't I can't you know it's just and not going to happen. You can't do your best work in that space either. You can't do your best you work be and and you got to be be effective. And Thisha Willie, you are definitely effective. And what you're doing and hearing um, just about the family tradition, mm-hmm. you know, hearing about how that has shaped and molded you to who you are today and the courage, sister. I, I mean, I, I hope you understand like that, that even like it, it helps me, mm-hmm. you know, what you just what, as you was talking about your greatest failure, yeah. like that really spoke to me, like having that courage to say, you know, like this is, this is not, not working. Right. And to someone that may say, oh, you were selfish to do that. No, boo. I, I was, I was thinking about me. Right. Yes. But it's self care of me. Yeah. You know, yeah. it is self, self care. And I, um, I can't say during that, that break, that time, mm-hmm. I call it like my first, my early retirement. Yes. <laughs> like I got to spend so much time with my grandmother who passed away a few years later. Mm. I got to spend time with my dad and learn more of the family business. Mm-hmm. I got to spend time with my cousins. I got to, I, like I even helped at the church. I was like the church secretary when the secretary got sick. Oh, Like wow. I was in all these different spaces learning these different things from different people. Mm-hmm. So even when you quit something, like I said, like God, God got something you. else. 
God will refill you. You know, that's yeah. one thing. Hey, hey, girl, we don't went to church today. <laughs> um, the thing about it is, and this is another thought, mm-hmm. and not even a thought. This is scripture. Mm-hmm. God promise will come. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The promise He has for you, the promise that I will never leave you, never forsake right. you. You know, yeah. the promise that that, he'll that he will provide mm-hmm. for you, yeah. that I will provide for you. I will take care of you. Right. You know, um, like no one can take that away. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No one, no, no thing can take that away. And as we as we know, the devil can only just kind of slow it down right. to get us off our track. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? But you can't take the promise of what God has for me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Happy family. That no one can take that promise away. Nope. What God has for you is what? For, for you. You. <laughs> you know, it yeah. is for you. And um, on that note, you are listening to, again, Happy Hood, the podcast. From our passions comes our ideas. Building communities for today and tomorrow. Happy Hood. We blessed up. <laughs>